welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. In this week's podcast, we're going to talk about five mistakes you make when communicating with a busy, burdened leader. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, also a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. The singular purpose of this podcast is to help you become an intentional communicator, where when you communicate, you make an impact. And what we're going to talk about this week is the real risk that you face if you make one or more of these mistakes. You're talking to a person who's busy. The person is burdened. So there's a lot of risk here. Now, I say it's a leader, but it could be your boss. It could be your customer. It could be a partner. It could be somebody important that you're communicating, but they're in the state of being overwhelmed. They've, they've got a lot going on. So in order to tackle these five mistakes, I started thinking about my career and the people that I've talked to. And one of the scenes that comes to mind, though it might be something that you don't encounter, maybe it's, it was at the time of my career, I worked in downtown Chicago and people had to catch a train because there's commuters. And I was one of those people. And when you're trying to wrap up your job, you're busy, but you've got a deadline. You've got to get out the door because you've got to catch a train. Okay. You can imagine if you had to catch an airplane or you, you've got somewhere else to go. You're on the clock. You are going, going, going. How do you talk to a person like that who's busy, who's on the go, who's, who's got stuff to do and can't get it all done and things are starting to catch up? The clock is ticking. The list is getting longer. The pressure is building. But you got to talk to them. A lot of risks there. Now, if you get into the mindset of the person you're talking to, that's a good start. You know, a lot of people are, are like this. They're in this state. I'm really busy. I, I'm overwhelmed. I have way more to do than time to do it. I've got everybody asking me for things. I can't get it done. Uh, I've got deadlines, competing priorities, people hitting me up every minute. I'm running late. I am really late. I'm losing my reputation. I'm scattered. I feel, I'm feeling the pressure. I'm missing something. Am I missing something? Thing? Um, I just, I can't, I can't seem to like zero in the most important thing because a million things are happening to me right now. I'm feeling a little anxious right now. I'm irritable. I'm starting to get mad when normally I wouldn't get mad. I'm not at peace. I'm not patient. I'm not focused. I'm burdened. I'm overwhelmed. I'm busy. Okay. Got the mindset. Got the picture. Maybe that's you. Maybe you like that all the time. Maybe you like that some of the times, but how do you want people to talk to you when you're like this? is the point. It's the whole point of the podcast. This particular episode is five mistakes we make when communicating with a busy, burdened professional. Okay? So you just imagine like, okay, it's late on a Friday afternoon and a person's got to catch a train or they've got a million things and they're running late, 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 but you still have to talk to them. It's important that you connect with them. Here is the list of the five things. I'm going to save the list quickly and then go back into each one of them. The five lists are, the lists are topic, time, timing, role, response. Okay? 
So that's the five things that you need to keep in mind. Topic. What are you talking about? Right away, I'm talking to a person who's who's running late, busy, burdened, buried. What are we talking about? Give me the point right up front. What, okay, what are we talking about right now? Why does it matter to me? You've got to frame the topic right away. Recently, and I've been telling these people more and more, don't go to meetings where you don't see an agenda. Just don't go. Demand an agenda 24 hours in advance. I had a meeting that crossed my calendar. I asked for an agenda. There's no agenda. I just, because I was busy at the time, very busy. And my schedule is normally manageable, where it's not crazy, crazy. But in this particular time, there was a lot of competing deadlines. And I'm like, where is the agenda? There's no agenda. I just pulled out. I want to know what the topic, what, what are we talking about? Why does it matter to me right now? So first, you got to frame that. Go right out of the gate. Prepare it. What are we talking about? And why does it matter? What are we going to cover? Number two, how long are you going to take? I can't tell you how many times I've seen people in situations where there's no statement of how long this is going to take. Well, you might need 10 minutes, but I don't know that, and I'm not a mind reader, and you didn't tell me. So I'm thinking and hoping this is going to be two minutes, and you are needing 15. Well, we got a problem because do the math. You need 15, I got two. Well, as you're burning through that time, I'm losing my mind because I've got other things to go on. So I need to know the time. Hey, I, do you have five minutes? This won't be more than five minutes. It's way better than, you got a minute? And it turns into 10. So second point, know and tell how much time you need and always overestimate. Don't underestimate. Third point, timing. When are you having this conversation with me? Is it a moment in the day that I'm at my best? Do you even have a general sense that I might be under the gun? Are you asking me to talk when I'm running into a meeting or jumping on a Zoom call or, or running out the door for a flight? or what? Like, know the timing. Am I a morning person or an afternoon person? Do you have, have you any insight or access or ways of knowing what my schedule might look like that you're running up against? For example, if you're talking, if we're talking to a person on a Wednesday at like 1130 and they have an important, an important appointment that starts at 1145 and you don't know, you're thinking they're free until noon and they're going to have lunch and their day's wide open. If you have a way of finding out, I would find out when is the timing of this encounter. A friend of mine once told me that was really, really good advice that the best time to send an email is the best time that the person wants to get it. Now, you might be laughing and thinking cynically that I never want to get emails. Well, that may be true, but there are better times for you to get emails and worse times. Okay, well, the best time for me to send it might be on a Friday afternoon because I just want to get it off my list of to-dos. But that doesn't mean that that's the best time for you to get it. So have I thought about the timing? Maybe it's a meeting or a conversation I'm having with somebody when am I going to do this? Okay, is, is, is if you look in the whole construct of a busy person's calendar, are there pockets or moments where the timing is better than others? You know, I, I, I always want to talk to people when they have high energy, when they've got, you know, a way of staying focused, especially if they're 
buried and overwhelmed. I don't want to be talking to them late afternoon. Can I get in the calendar earlier in the morning first thing? Maybe I can get there early. Maybe I get to work a half hour earlier and, uh, and get on their calendar. So timing can be very, very important. Number four, role. What's their role in the conversation and have you told them? If you're giving the person information but they don't need to do anything with it now, why aren't you telling them? Or if you're giving them information but you're looking for a decision and you haven't told them, they might start giving their opinion. Well, that's different. I'll give you an example of role that just makes it really, really simple to follow. I was working with a group of soldiers and this woman who is a sergeant in the Army was talking to her daughter who is also in the Army. And her daughter says to her mom, hey, I'm talking to you. I want you to listen to me as your mom, not as a sergeant major. So in that conversation, that role, defining the role of who I am in this conversation helped that woman to listen in a different way. Well, when you look at roles, people have different roles in conversation. You might be voicing uh, a concern or a worry but you don't want a response right now. Maybe you want the person just to hear it, but not to do anything or say anything or just sleep on it. For example, I might be talking to somebody and I'm like, hey, I'm going to give you all this information, but right now, the only thing I need you to do is just kind of hear it and let's talk tomorrow about what we do about it. Well, that person listens differently. Now they're like, all right, well, I can just listen. I don't need to respond right now. I just need to absorb. That role may change. You might be like, hey, listen, I'm gonna, I've got this thing I need five minutes of your time, but I'd like to get your feedback. Well, if the role is to give feedback, you probably should be giving a person enough time to give the feedback. So what you're saying might be a minute, but you want four minutes for them to respond, right? Have you allotted that? Well, if you're looking for a decision, like I really need you to tell me, are we doing this or not? I might not be ready to make a decision right now, especially if I've got a feeling that I'm scattered and my mind isn't in the right place. Like we're not, I want the person to make a decision now, but if I don't know that, it might confuse the person. So being really clear on the role, generally speaking, and there may be more roles that I'm missing, but it's almost like one is for your information, for your situational awareness, like just know that this is happening, but you don't need to do anything. The second role might be for your feedback, your guidance, your input. I want you to shoot holes and give me your opinion. And then the third would be for your decision. I want to. I want a yes or a no. Fine, let's finalize this thing. I did a podcast a while ago called "Getting to Know Faster." If you're listening, if you listen to that, you know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, the point is, if if it's it's for a decision, let's not keep on talking about it. Let's make a decision and then let's move on. Okay. So those are that's role. And then finally, response. Right? Is having the person able to make a response and to say something. If you're dominating the entire conversation in doing all the talking, that person has no room to respond. And busy people need space to respond. They need time and they need space. And a big part of that is you have to stop talking and let them say something. When you put yourself in the mindset of a person who's overwhelmed and just under the gun and under a lot of pressure, each one of these five things, any one of them or all of them can really hurt your working relationship. Um, it's going to take you more time to get things done. There's going to be frustration. There's maybe a trust or confidence issue that they have. 
all because each one of these things undermined you as a communicator. So just to go back like, hey, what are we talking about? Topic. Say it up front. Time. How long is this going to take? Be realistic and reasonable. Okay? Busy people don't have long amounts of time. So you got to be really economical about the time. The timing. When are you going to do this? Like picking the, your, your, your moment, your spot to do this. The role. They know who they are in the conversation. It's crystal clear to them. And then finally, they know how to respond because you've given the space and then the permission for them to say something at the end and have a conversation with you. Each one of these things can be very, very deadly if you address all of them, topic, time, timing, role, and response. You're in a way better place with a person who is super busy and really burdened. Um, so just thinking about it this way, here's, here's a different perspective. When communicating to professionals who are genuinely busy and burdened, beware. And more importantly, be aware. Just saying.